Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Mox on the Mic is brought to you every week by SmartBank. This week, we visit the softball diamond where Chattanooga has wrapped up a five-game blue-gold series this fall. You know, the Mocs have a long history of softball, and since no conference champion was crowned in 2020, the Mocs can still say they're the defending Southern Conference champions. We're going to visit with two Mocs this week. Allison Swinford will join us. She has finished up her playing career, and we'll find out what she is up to. We'll visit with Allie Swinford coming up a little later on. We're going to start off this week with Haley Weisenbach. After seeing her senior season get cut short by the pandemic, Weisenbach is back for a fifth year, patrolling left field for the Mox and working on her master's degree. For as impressive as she has been on the field at UTC, she's been even more impressive with the things she has accomplished off of it. Mox on the mic visits with Haley Weisenbach. So. Before we talk too much about kind of your decision to come back and, and all of that sort of thing, um, let's go back to the spring. You guys were in Florida on spring break uh, playing down in the Clearwater area where you guys always go, seems like every year. Um, when you find out that the season has been canceled and you guys are coming home, right? You guys had an off day. Am I right? Was it an off day and you were getting ready to play like Florida State or somebody the next day? Do I have the story right? So we were, we just had a, I guess it's not quite an off day because we had practice that day and we were doing um, not that great to start off with in our season, but that practice that we had was a really big turning point because we just felt like it was like the best practice we've ever had and that we were just about to kill it for the rest of the season. So we were like super excited. And then we got the news <laughs> and then we couldn't even play it the next day. So we we're like, well, this is really awkward because <laughs> we just had a great time. What was your initial reaction when you found out what was happening? Uh, my initial reaction was really ang- like really angry. I was really frustrated at the fact that I put in so much work for four years to like have a really good end to my career. And so for it to end the way it did was just more frustrating than sad. And then as time went on, I got more sad. But then when I came back, I was happy. (laughs) So was there ever any doubt in your mind when you found out you were going to get that extra year of, of eligibility? Was there ever any doubt in your mind whether or not you would be back this year? Or did you know right off you wanted to come back? I did have some doubt because I didn't know how I was going to do my master's with softball. So my doubt mostly came from my like needing to figure out how my plan was changing and adapting to letting softball come into my new plan. So I had a plan already that I was going into my master's program and I was going to like do all these things. And so changing it in allowing softball to be a part of it was, was the harder part. But once I knew that I could put softball in it, there was no doubt. What are you, um, what are you getting your master's in? Criminal justice. What are you going to do with that? 
Um, I'm planning to go into federal law enforcement. So I have my bat I have my bachelor's with criminal justice with a minor in psychology and then now my master's in criminal justice. Wow. You have had, um, you talk about somebody making the most of their time in college. So you'll leave with your, your bachelor's and your master's on top of that. Let's talk about on the field. Now, all freshmen, uh, your first year, you've been, uh, on the all conference team twice. You've been on the all academic team, I believe every year. So tell us about this now four plus year experience for you at UTC? Um, I would say now in this fifth year, my accolades on the field are really amazing. But this year, I really wanted to hone in on my experience with my teammates and having the best time and memories with my teammates. Because like, and I'm really, I'm still hoping to make do really well and get accolades and like do all these great things. But my main focus this year is to make sure that I have a really great team and the chemistry with my team is always like, is the top priority. So how is that chemistry? Because there's a lot of new faces on this roster now. There are a lot of new faces. We have, I think 14 underclassmen. And so we have a big, a big fresh group. And that's really exciting and it's really fun because you kind of get to mold them into like the teammates you want because they're so new. And so right off, we're a great time. If you need anyone, let us know if you need a ride, if you need something like we're here for you. And we really tried taking all of them under our wings very early and this year has been the best year so far. And we haven't even gotten the chance to play yet, really. And we've played our blue and gold games. And seeing everyone just be able to go out there and just kill it and see, like, all this talent that we have on this team is just – it's amazing. Let's talk about the blue-gold series that just wrapped up. It was fun to watch. I can tell you that. We got to see a couple of them, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So – how much of a, like, was, was there a little, uh, you know, a little rivalry that was developing between the two teams, between the gold and the blue? Yeah. So, uh, on the blue gold series, we were playing, we were playing out, um, the winner of the series. And so I was on the gold team for the first three games and we won the series just straight out. But then the last two games were more just like we were going against each other versus, um, we mixed it like mixed the teams up yet or in the beginning or we mixed the teams up from the beginning. And so the last two games were a little different, but the first three were very, we were going straight at each other, just blue against gold. And it was a great time. And I definitely, the gold team heckles a lot more than the blue team did. <laughs> so um, it, we, we've talked about the new, all the new faces that are, that are a part of this softball team. Do you feel maybe, especially being a fifth-year senior now, this is your chance? You, you have to be the one to step up and lead? I do, but I also know that my two seniors with me have had a, a really great uh, journey 
into the four, like their four years. And I want to make sure that they, their senior year is their senior year. So even though my senior year kind of got cut short and I am a senior this year too, I'm here for them and like to be the senior that they need me to be and be the example that they want as a teammate and a player. So I'm setting their example and being there for them versus trying to lead every single person. I want to make sure that they're also the leaders on the team. What's the bond like with you guys? Because you guys have been through a lot together. I mean, not just last year and, and kind of what happened, but you go back before that, there was a Southern conference championship in there. And then you go back to when you guys were a freshman and, and this team kind of struggled a little bit that year. So what, what's a the bond? <laughs> what's the bond like that you guys have developed? Um, the, the three of you uh, seniors. Uh, it's really, it's really strong and we push each other really hard and we're, we know that out of everybody, we're going to be there for each other the most because we've seen the most and we've gone through it the most. Um, my freshman year, we did struggle a whole lot and each year we've gotten so much better. And so being able to progress has been like something that's also, uh, got us really close because, we we've seen how much we've grown and how much that we've struggled with and how much we've fought for and how much that we don't want to lose out on. So our bond is just really good. And we really try and push each other to the max. You talk about the improvements you've seen. That was the frustrating part as a fan for last year, because coming off that Southern conference championship and you knew what all was coming back it was, and I know, look, you, you guys had gotten off to a slow start. I get all of that, but I don't think any of us that, that follow and keep up with it felt like you guys weren't going to be right back in the thick of it again once conference play started. And I think that was what was so disappointing is, is the idea of, hey, they can, you know, there's enough there. They've got a chance to legitimately go back to back with this. I, I can't imagine how frustrating you talk about being a little, you know, angry and, and frustrated at it. I can't imagine what it was like for you guys because I know how we felt in looking around going, but that's not supposed to happen because these guys were going to be good again. And we really, we really thought we were going to go out there and win it all again. And so we, we were really frustrated because all we want, like, as soon as we were hearing all these new, like all the news of like seasons getting canceled and that like the NCAA championships are getting canceled. All we were really wondering is if we were going to be able to play at least in conference play. And if we were going to be able to play our championship, because excuse me, uh, not that we, not that our team is never capable of going super big and going into regionals and supers and all those things. Um, but that is a difficult thing for our team. But we know that like we can get to regionals. And so by doing so, it would be winning that tournament. And we know we were, we had that chance. So we really just wanted the opportunity to play the people that we wanted, that we've been fighting against for the past four years. And so, and just wanted another title. We just didn't really want to give up. And so that it was very frustrating having to give up on something that we didn't have a choice on a choice on 
a decision with making. So how tough is it? Or, or let me ask you this. What's it like going from California and coming to Chattanooga? What, what was the biggest thing you had to get adjusted to? The weather. <laughs> My, I do, I still do not understand why it rains during the summer because at home it is drier than bones during the summer, but then winter is when it rains. And so being out here in the summer when it's hot and it randomly starts raining, it throws me off every time. Because you're from Moreno Valley, right? Yes. Now, where is that? Um, so if you were to, it's probably, it's an hour and a half inland from San Diego and probably about two hours south from LA, about 30 minutes from Anaheim, which is where like Disneyland and the ducks are. Did you go to Disneyland a lot as a kid? Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I wouldn't say that was our like choice, like our number one choice. Cause there's so many amusement parks in California, but we were definitely like a beach and lake family. So we, we liked going on adventures more than to amusement parks. What's your strength? What do you feel like from a softball standpoint? What do you do well? Um, I would say reading a ball off the bat. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like I can read a ball off the bat very well. I can't run to a ball sometimes very well, but I can definitely read it. <laughs> don't sell yourself short. But it's funny you say that, though, because you have been in calling those games on whether we've done it on the you know SoCon Digital Network or or ESPN three or plus or wherever we are with it for the last you know your four years here. You are my guide on a fly ball to the outfield because I judge how well a ball is hit based off of, especially when you're in left field and the ball goes to left field. I judge the flight of the ball. I'm not watching the ball half the time. I'm watching you because I trust that you're going to be in position. And if it is, God forbid, going over the wall, that, that I'm going to see you turn your back to it. And then I know, okay, this is trouble. When I see when I see the four on the back of that jersey, I know there's trouble. So just know I am so thankful that you track fly balls so well because you've saved me so many times over the last four years. Thank you. I will say some of my teammates do tell me that they know whether a ball is going out or not based off of my reaction. And so they're like, sometimes we don't watch where the ball is. We just watch where you're doing. I, so, we know, we know. <laughs> Same, same, because because it's weird because when you sit in the press box at, at Frost, you're not up you're, – you're almost at field level. So it makes it really difficult on a ball hit to the outfield sometimes to be able to judge how well it's hit. And so I've just learned, especially anything that goes to left field, I just turn and watch you and wait on you to – you know, you're going to tell me what's, what's happening with it. So I appreciate that because you've saved me a couple of times. Thank you. So a little bit about getting ready for the spring. What's it going to be like for you guys now? We're coming up on the holidays. And then come February, we hope we're, we're back at it in a big way. So tell us what it's going to be like for you guys over the next couple of weeks leading up to February and, and getting softball started back. Well, this year we've really worked hard on getting back into the team that we were last year with 
exercising and conditioning and playing and getting as much reps as we can, because we know that we have a lot of restrictions. So going out there and we try really hard to hit max weight almost every time we go in the weight room, we try and run have every sprint as hard as we can so we can get better. We're catching every ball like it's our last ball, hitting every ball like it's our last ball. And so we're really trying to just take it all in and max out all we can so because we don't want to leave anything on the field. So I will say with our new uh, Christmas break, how it's extended will be a little bit difficult because a lot of us go home for Christmas working out and keeping maintaining all the things that we just built will be the most difficult part. But I think this team's going to do it and we're going to just keep on working and pushing through this time and just get ready for the spring. You are the third sister that has played collegiate softball, right? I am. So you, I'm going to guess that you have probably known nothing but a ball field your entire life. Is that pretty safe to say? Yeah, my uh, family's running joke is that I'm, I was born at the softball field. Have you thought what it will be like when, when it's over? Um, I was thinking about it last year a lot, about how I was just going to go into my master's and I was going to start doing things and I was just going to be a part of like UTC alumni and just being able to watch the games versus like be there. But I still feel like even when I'm gone and I'm not able to play softball anymore, that I'll still be a part of the program in some way, shape or form, whether it's being like being able to sneak into the practices and help out and do different things. And I'll always be there for the girls no matter what. So I will say it's going to be a different transition and I'm going to have to learn how to learn how to work out on my own without my team, (laughs) but um, it will be hard, but I think, I think it'll be good because I'll still be there. Just not be able to be there. (laughs) So you plan on staying here? I do. I don't, really plan on going back to California. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Listen, I want to give you an opportunity here before we, before we finish up. And I I really appreciate you um, giving us some time because you have been, it's been fun to watch you play these last four years. And, and I'm excited to get February here and and see you guys back on the field. But maybe the most impressive thing that I think you have done, it's has nothing to do with softball really doesn't have anything to do with with academics either. Tell us about the Stop the R Word campaign that you're involved in at Chattanooga, how you got involved with it and what you guys are doing. Oh, um, I love that. So um, back at home, I was a part of Pause with peers always working side by side. It was a program in high school that helped to integrate individuals with disabilities into like just different stuff with the general public in high school and to show that like everyone can do anything and like disabilities aren't something like to be ashamed of and like they're people too. So like learning to have a better like reaction and knowledge of individuals with disabilities. And so one of my friends who was in that program, we were talking and she had mentioned to me that like, 
when individuals say the R word that it really hurts her because like you really can't, a lot of these disabilities, you can't tell someone has a disability in the first place. There's like visible and invisible disabilities. And so she felt like that word really hurt her and isolated her because it's how people perceive like your like knowledge. And if you have a disability, sometimes people think that you're not as smart, but that's not true. And so when I got to college, I felt like I, I was hearing that word every in every sentence. So I wanted to implement Stop the R Word movement because I wanted people to understand how individuals with disabilities feel and not because, and I wasn't trying to speak for them. I was trying to be an advocate for individuals. And so the DRC was super helpful and helped me get this program going. And then over the years, we've done spread the word to end the word, which is like the same concept of like, you have to spread that like the word, this word is not like the right word to say and so that it can end. And so I'm really excited and I hope that it continues to go on as I leave UTC, but the, the program's really great and the DRC helps so much with trying to advocate for those with disabilities all the time. Haley, thanks so much for giving us some time. Again, you've been a joy to watch. Uh, we're not done with you though. We're going to do this again. It may be January before the season starts, but we're going to get you back on and, and we'll talk a little more about the season and the schedule when we, uh, when we know some concrete dates. So you plan on that and we'll plan on having you back here. Perfect. Thank you so much. Allison Swinford was one tough customer for Chattanooga opponents when she stepped into the circle. Now she's channeling that same determination into her literary efforts. Allie Swinford joins us on Mox on the Mic. So tell us, what have you been up to since uh, softball season was ended so quickly? So like since um, everything in March, are you talking about from March? Yeah. So finished out my semester, my last, well, my junior semester, my junior year, um, finished that up in May. Um, I kind of fast-tracked in school, so I'm actually a second semester senior, so I graduate in December, so like starting to make plans for, um, you know, what life will be like um, for the foreseeable future. Um, I started working just to figure out what to do. You know, uh, I'm not playing softball, which is super weird. Don't really know what's going on. This is the first time in my life where I've never had um, this much free time, I guess. So just been working and, um, and, 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 you know, doing the best that I can. I had shoulder surgery a few weeks ago. So um, kind of getting my body back in order after, you know, the years and years of, of uh, physical turmoil, I think I've been in over the couple of years, I guess is a good word to put it. So, but yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Now, are you doing rehab? I am. I'm doing rehab at Excel Rehab and Sports in North Shore. Um, they, I was going three times a week for three weeks, um, and I just had my one-month follow-up on Friday, and they took me down to two times a week. I go for the next eight weeks, expected for a full recovery in 12 weeks. Has it hit you yet that softball's over? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I think it's it has to do with along the lines of um, I'm not seeing my friends put uniforms on and I'm not seeing uh, my friends compete in games yet. Um, but I know that as soon as 
um, I go and like catch a game or I go and I see practice, like it's, it's definitely going to hit me. Um, I've talked to some of the girls and, and I'm, I'm more so happy for them, you know, like girls that are getting to come back, Haley Weisenbach in particular, like I'm really happy for her and, and, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see what they're going to do, but I don't think it's hit me yet that like, I'm no longer in it. Um, um, but I'm definitely still excited for the girls that are on the team. That's for sure. You got the win in the 2019 SOCON championship game. I know that's got to be one that uh, one memory that stands out for you, but do you have a, uh, a moment on the field at, uh, from your time at UTC that stands out the most to you? Um, I have, you know, I have funny moments. I have my moments that um, I could go back to and think about, gosh, my best friend, Amanda Beltran. I mean, she – had me when I was a head case my freshman year when I didn't really know what I was doing on a mound and did not think that I could compete at the division one level I have so many stories of her coming out to the mound and you know calming me down I have uh, memories of me and Emma um, and I just hear her say like to my left I have two strikes on the batter and I hear Emma say close out swing and 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 you know just hear her encouraging me you know I have I have several, several memories, but I think the memory that is the most fond and, and probably everyone will remember is is the one of the SOCON championship. I mean, on the, there's a video of all of us on the ground um, afterwards, like, you know, dog pile, everything. And and I'm crying. I'm like sobbing. And Amanda like looks at me because I, I had been struggling with injuries and, and everyone didn't know if I was able to pitch that last that last couple of innings after the lightning delay in that game, be, just because my hip was like super not stable. And so I, um, in that last couple of minutes, like I, I was crying on the, on the ground after the dog pile. And she was like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, dude, I just can't believe we did it. Like I, I wasn't in pain. I was excited, but I mean, it was, it was definitely um, my most fond memory. The last three people on the ground were me, Emma and Amanda. And uh, if there were two girls, that you know that that encouraged me the most if there were two girls that pushed me the most it would be them and so that memory is definitely one of my most fond memories for sure you guys really seem to have just in watching you guys play uh y'all were really fun to watch and it seems like over the last three years that and you guys got a little bit better every year over that span but it felt like you guys really enjoyed being together is that is that a fair statement? I would definitely say so going into like my last year at uh, like playing this past year. But I mean, my freshman year, I got to be honest with you, Chris, my freshman year, I, I wasn't really the best teammate. Um, I uh, competed against my team. I didn't champion on my team. Um, I, uh, I wanted it to be about me and solely about me, but it was, it was through my teammates kind of opening my eyes and being like, Hey, we're not going to win like this. We're not going to succeed like this. Um, and it was just kind of building that family dynamic. Our seniors really wanted it, especially my sophomore year and into my junior year, you know, they really wanted that. And I wanted it too. Like I was, I was shown that, you know, just because I was an all-star in high school, just because I pitched every game in high school, college is different. College is about the team. College is about 
working together. And it was so much more fun that way. It was so much more fun to get behind my teammates. It was so much more fun to work with them than it was to compete against them. And so um, I got to, I got to give credit where credit is due. Celie Hudson was an amazing partner to share the circle with. She, she was um, a dominant pitcher and I loved pitching alongside of her my freshman year, maybe not so much because I was just all in my head and self-centered. But after that, it was, it was truly an honor to share the mound with, with Celie. And we did great work. We went to regionals and we won a championship together and and so we couldn't have done that without each other so that was that was definitely uh, a part of the family aspect that we had going on when did it change for you was there a moment when it changed um I think one of the moments where it really hit me was we were in so the SOCON tournament my freshman year and we were playing against Sanford first game and um me and Celie like talked back and forth I guess in like in bullpens like maybe here and there a little bit um, but she, she came up to me in, uh, SoCon, like in the SoCon tournament and she was like, Hey, Allie, like you're not starting this game. And I, obviously I, I am, and she didn't say it in those exact words, but she was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I want you to know, it doesn't matter. Like we need each other. We need to do this together and, and, and we need to be on the same page. And I think that's kind of when it like hit me. Um, it was like, Oh crap. Like this isn't just Celie's game and this isn't just my game. This isn't just, you know, um, up to Amanda, up, up to bat, or up to Katie Corum, up to bat, you know, it's, it's all of us working together. And I think that was kind of like my eye opening moment. And unfortunately, it took me an entire season to figure that out. Um, but I, I had two more years with everybody. And, and that's, uh, I hope, hopefully turned it around. And I think that we did, I mean, ended up winning together. And that was just a celebration in its own. So again, I, I think uh, for everybody that, that followed you guys and watched the games, uh, over the last couple of years, uh, you guys were just fun to watch. So it doesn't surprise me to hear that there was that kind of, of camaraderie and that kind of leadership on that team, because I think it showed just in how you guys approached the game as well. Yeah, I, I definitely think even though I spent just a little bit of time as an upperclassman, you know, I guess like maybe all of fall semester into our fall season and then into only about two months into our spring semester and, and season. I think that one of the things that I wanted to take from our seniors the previous year was that type of leadership, the type of leadership that um, not only like challenges, but encourages people and encourages the our younger teammates to step up and to do a job and to be a part of the team because it ultimately was about the team. And I think that all of our seniors did a really, really good job about um, pushing that goal and that being the main goal and championships being the product of that goal being achieved. You were, and let's, let's talk about some stuff away from softball now with you for just a second. Yeah. You were an assistant in the athletic communications office, um, helping out, doing a lot of writing there. You ended up winning an award. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, kind of just based on like the relationship that me and Corey had for him being our SID, we just kind of got to talking and I love to write. It's what my major is. It's what I want to do for the future. And so we just got to talking about, you know, um, our athletics department and, and wanting to really highlight and make a student athletes experience the best that it can be, not just softball, not just football, not just one sport in particular, but all sports. I um, mean, to highlight the athletes that, you know, have worked so hard to get to where they're at. Um, and so we ended up starting 
doing what we called chat chats, which was super awesome. I worked really closely with Tate and really closely with Corey. And we just like started brainstorming about what it looked like to highlight our athletes um, little by little, um, shine lights onto what their life is like, what their life like is here, um, what their career has looked like. And, and the story that we wrote about Nakia Burks, I mean, that was the story that we got the award for that Tate did an amazing job producing and did a, an incredible job making um, Nakia look amazing and not that she didn't look amazing on her own but like the video that she produced was amazing and and Corey setting up all of the facilitating things I mean it was it was truly a team effort and we we worked together to to highlight one of our athletes that you know has meant a lot to UTC had, had been here for a long time and and uh, deserved to be highlighted and deserved to be honored in in a way that um, she was given recognition for what she did in a mox uniform so we did that for several athletes um, but that was just the story that that won that award and, and I couldn't be more grateful for a team like Tate and Corey that's for sure so you like to write yeah you're headed to graduate <laughs> school right yeah so what do you like to write I like to write a bunch of stuff um I right now I'm kind of I guess if I had to pick a word in my writing career I guess I'm kind of stagnant right now I'm in school but I'm writing only for school so I'm like oh gosh, this is kind of tough. Like, I don't really know how much more I, I have in me to write ac academically wise. Um, I am on staff at a local church um, and as, a, as an intern. And so I, I write a lot for them. Um, and I, I plan on going to get my master's in English and, and taking that into, into writing, administrative writing. I just um, really anything that uses my skills to talk about other people. I really like talking about other people. So um, I, I, I'm just, I don't know what that looks like if I'm being quite honest with you, but I know it's something that I want to do. Um, and definitely a good step in the door was with, with Tate and Corey. They gave me an opportunity to explore the idea of sports writing and, and we were pretty successful. So, um, so that was really cool. You sound like you're a natural storyteller. I, I do my best. <laughs> Favorite author. Who does Allie Swinford like to read? Oh gosh. You kind of put me on the spot. I don't know. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. I know. I, I know. I I really like a lot of like Christian authors. One of my favorite writers is Francine Rivers. She takes a lot of stuff and, and writes it for young women. I, I like um, inspirational people who write. Bob Goff writes amazing books. I mean, I kind of have a weird, like I like scary stuff. I don't know. Sometimes I read Stephen King. I, it just happens. It's kind of strange, but it happens. I have a couple of his books on my bookshelf, so keeps my life interesting. You know, I can open it up, and then when I want my life to be significantly less interesting, I put it down again, so. <laughs> Favorite Stephen King book? Um, right now, I'm going through, I've read it, and the movies do not do that story justice at all, let me tell you. Agreed. Um, Agreed. But right now, I'm kind of going through The Shining, because one of my friends went to Colorado and, like, was able to see, like, that hotel thing that was talked about in, and that was, like, the main point of that, of that story, and so I'm kind of reading that one, and I'm, I gotta tell you, it's, it's pretty good, so, uh, I'm, I'm excited to finish it, so, but I would, I would say it is one of my, it is one of my favorite ones, although I'm terrified of clowns. Tell me how that works. I don't really know. <laughs> Allie, thank you so much for giving us some time. You were fun to watch. It, I, look, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be really strange to watch softball this year and you not be there. But I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you're getting healthy. And I'm excited about uh, your future. I can't wait to read more of your work. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it.
Haley and Allie really exemplify what the word student athletes should mean. Both excelled in the classroom and on the field. Good luck to both. And we'll visit with uh, Haley again coming up soon as uh, we get a chance to talk about this upcoming Chattanooga softball season. That's going to wrap it up for us this week here on Mox on the Mic. Special thanks go to our producer, Take Johnson, for her hard work in putting this together each and every week. Thanks to you guys for being with us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. We appreciate it. It helps us find Mox fans, and it helps Mox fans be able to find us. Until next time, I'm Chris Goforth. So long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.